to the Rob Cole Bottom Up Radio Show, Progressive Liberal Talk Radio. In-depth interviews with leading progressives and the smartest people in the world. Listen at 8 p.m. Wednesday nights at Progressive Radio Network. You are listening to the Progressive Radio Network, your source for news and information. Hi there, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. So, here we are, another week, another day. What's going on? Uh, Any bombings going on? Uh, Attacking Iran this week? Uh, Maybe let's talk about Venezuela. Yeah. What's Trump going to do? You know, one thing after another. It's sick stuff. How about those English, huh? Just got their Boris Karloff Johnson in there. What a freak show. What a freak show. Countries run by freaks and fools, liars and thieves, murderers. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. But don't forget to vote. And you can't say don't vote because then they come after you. You're not allowed to say that anymore. That's right. Facebook and others are going to Stop those people out there that are um, saying it's worthless to vote for the criminal parties that are running the country. <laughs> Democrat, democ- democracy. What a joke. What a joke. A sick one at that. Just disgusting. Yeah. Trump okay with a war against Iran now. That's right. So he doesn't want a war with Iran on Monday, saying that a war if it would be it could go either way, and I'm okay either way it goes. He said it's getting harder and harder for me to make a deal with Iran in the first place because we view them Quote, as behaving very badly. Who the hell are you talking to? What moron would swallow your garbage crap? I like Trump. Don't say that. He called Iran, quote, the number one state of terror in the world, end quote. The United States is the number one state of terror in the world. We have terrorized the world. As a nation, not me, them. Oh, you like that Libyan war, don't you? I say Gaddafi has to go, says the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Barack Obama. 
And I don't like that guy Assad over there in Syria. I don't like what he's doing to his people, so I want to get rid of him. And we'll destroy the place, kill about 600,000 people. And what do I care? I'm an arrogant little boy and people bow down to me. And no, little boy isn't racist. I call them all little boys. Little Billy Clinton. All these little big mouth boys with a pair of cojones smaller than mothballs. Hey, fat boy Trump, they're behaving very, quote, very badly and getting harder for me to make a deal with Iran. Oh, the deal maker, the apprentice, the, the fat boy born on third base and thought he had a home run after daddy left him the family $400 million. Okay, either way, go lead the charge, Trump, and send your Jared Kushner, send your little Eric boy, send your sons, send your daughters, send your money, send your wife, send yourself if you want to go to war. I've had it. Game over. Fight's on. I am fighting for peace. I was raised Catholic, so... I consider myself a warrior for Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. That's right. That's mine. The Prince of Peace. Oh, and he became violent when he got rid of the money changes out of the temple. Game over. Fight's on. I've had enough. And you should have enough, too. Because this country will go nothing more than down. Down the hole of crap that's been created by the murderers and thieves. U.S. mistrust on the rise. It's a new Pew Research study. Survey highlighting growing mistrust among Americans and institutions and in each other. Research has found that 64% of U.S. adults believe trust in each other has declined. And Americans are worried that distrust in the government and in others is taking a toll on the nation. 69% of Americans said the federal government intentionally withholds important information from the public, while 61% say the news media intentionally ignores important stories, and that's why you tune in to Progressive Radio Network. That's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. All they do is feed you garbage. Don't believe me? Let's see. Let's go to the Cartoon News Network. Top story. Mueller grows tense. The former special counsel is trying to keep his answers as close to the report as possible, sources say. This is it. That is the main headline going across. Main headline. Mueller has less than an hour left in his hearings before another committee questions him at noon. Watch CNN. 
Watch CNN. The Cartoon News Network really gets stupid. It's kindergarten crap. Brought to you by arrogant little boys. Oh, I said little boys and they're white. Oh, yeah. Tough Chris Cuomo. Another boy born on third base and 38 at home. Run be nobody like his brother. Would be a nobody if daddy wasn't Mario. If daddy wasn't Mario, you guys would be total losers. Oh, and like you two, Anderson Cooper, mommy was Gloria Vanderbilt. So save your garbage to somebody else. That's it. And that's what this study shows. 61% say the news media intentionally ignores important stories. They ignore important stories, everybody, because they're a bunch of little low-life scum prostitutes who get paid to put out men and women by their corporate johns and their government whore masters. And that's why you listen to Progressive Radio Network and subscribe to the Trends Journal. Junk news dumbed down, moron garbage. And it just keeps getting worse. I know there's no such thing as worse. <sighs> And how about what's going on with Iran? So here's the story, and you read it in the media, and trend tracking lessons, what we do is we break down the language. And every time they write about Iran and the uh, ordeal going on with the ships, it's always negative Iran. So here's the deal. It is 100% okay for Britain, the United Kingdom, to pirate and hijack an Iranian oil tanker. Perfectly okay. Did it off the streets of Gibraltar. What are you doing? Oh, we still own Gibraltar where the sun never sets on the British Empire. Right? That's fine. We suspected them, and that's the term that they use, suspected the Iranians of bringing oil to Syria, which is in violation of European Union sanctions. Who the hell are you to tell them what to do? And you don't know it was really going there because you only suspect it. You got it in Gibraltar. That ain't Syria. And then when Iran meets with the UK, they're respective delegates, the UK says, F you, we're going to keep the ship for another month. All right? Don't you know who we are? 
We stole your ship and we're going to keep it another month. We're still thinking about this. So? Isn't that great? Now the UK says, or I should say Iran says, you don't give us back your ship, we're going to take one of yours. And that's what they did. Tit for tat. Oh, don't censor me. I shouldn't say tit for tat anymore. That's just I can't say manhole anymore if you live in Berkeley, California. They're maintenance holes now. And I say get rid of that word cockpit. And blackmail is racist. That's how dumbed down everything has become. Identity politics, when big issues are out there, that let's not talk about it. It's a disgrace. Total disgrace, and the people are buying it and swallowing it. I do a show on Alex Jones. I host an hour. And you know Alex Jones. There's a lot of people don't like him. And I've been friends with Alex like I've been friends with Gary Null for a lot of years. I'm friends with people who I'm friends with. And do I agree with everything? I agree with mostly everything Gary Null says. Probably about 99.9%. I'm on a different page with Alex Jones. But I agree with him on some things, and I agree with a number of the people who host his shows, like David Knight. David's totally against wars as well and foreign entanglements. So anyway, I host an hour on Alex Jones on Mondays. And before I went on the air, I said, I got to talk to Alex. And I said, listen, man. I said, I've had it with Trump. What he's doing with Iran and Venezuela, I don't, I, I'm finished with this. I've been quiet about it because I know you're a fan of his and you know, I respect you, but if I can't talk about Trump the way I want, I said, and it's going to affect you, I said, I'm not doing a show anymore. So he said to me, Gerald, it's about free speech. You say anything you want. He said, we've been friends a long time. Been on my show like 15 years, for 15 years. And um, there's no censorship here. And he said, when, when, when Trump sent missiles into Syria after that fake chemical attack, baloney from the UK against that guy that they scurple, and there was no proof about it, not Skirp, I'm sorry, not that one, about the, uh, the white helmets saying that they, they had the videos of, of chlorine gas and how it affected people. And, and Alex Jones knew it was a fake and Trump sent missiles in. He said, I was totally against that. So he said, could I say something before you go on the air? And I said, sure. And he did. He said, you know, before Gerald went on the air, we spoke. And he said that he has a lot of problems with Trump. 
and that uh, he wants to talk about him or he's not going to talk at all anymore about it, about on the show. And I said to him, it's free speech. You say what you want. So I respect a man like that. But that's not what the media is. The American media is totally controlled and dead. Moronic junk. So let's get into some news that you could use. We'll start with the equity markets. The Dow is down now about 114 points. I believe the markets have peaked. They're going to keep pumping in more cheap money into equity markets. There's no question about it at all. And it's global. Name the country they're lowering rates in the Philippines to Australia. Australia now has record low interest rates. European Union, they have minus 0.4% interest rates. They're talking about going to minus 0.5%. We just heard from the governor of the Bank of Japan. And he's come out basically more cheap money. More cheap money. It's very important to see what's going on globally to understand the current events forming future trends. And I mention what's going on with Japan because they're buying up most of the bonds. So you buy bonds with a negative yield Who would buy a bond with a negative yield? In other words, you buy a 10-year bond, and in 10 years you get back less than what you bought it for. Particularly at a time when the global economy is slowing and inflation is going down, not up. Inflation for all of us is going up, but not by the numbers that they use. So, the big picture is this. Not only are yields going negative, manufacturing in two of the world's three largest economies, China and the Eurozone, is contracting. And in the Eurozone, it's going down at un unprecedented pace. And the United States is still up a little bit, but not a lot. The IHS market survey showed global manufacturing industry 
is the weakest reading in nearly seven years last month. Emerging markets are submerging. Same reason, deteriorating manufacturing. It's global. In the United States, you see the numbers coming out on transportation. Freight shipments crossed all modes of transportation, according to the CATS Flight Index for shipments. Fell 5.3% in June. That's seven months in a row. Year-over-year declines. Interest rates are going down. Yet mortgage demand falls again. Overall mortgage application volume fell 1.9% for the week. It's still higher by a lot by last year, but it's not doing great. We are heading for the greatest depression. It's global. Prepare, prosper, and prevail. The motto of the Trends Journal is think for yourself. I don't give financial advice. You know the forecast that I've been making as a listener of Progressive Radio Network and or a subscriber to the Trends Journal. And one of the ones I've been talking about for many, 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 many years. And I couldn't put enough many's in there because I started buying gold in 1978. On June 4th of this year, I had forecast the gold bull run. Gold was then at $1,332 an ounce. It's up nearly $100 since then. We heard from Ray Dalio, the founder and head of the world's largest hedge fund, come out last week. Very bullish on gold. This is coming from the financial institutions. Again, this guy is a big head over there. In that world. And he's going gold.
We got another year. I mentioned mortgage applications were down, but new home sales went up. But new home sales, they don't, they don't account for a lot. They went up to 646,000 uh, units, annualized pace. I'm saying this because they're going to keep pumping up the economy for the presidential reality show. They're going to keep lowering interest rates. All right. End of story. They're going to keep lowering them and lowering them. Not only in the United States, but worldwide. So, more cheap money. More cheap money. Ah, you hear that noise? Bop, 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 bop. They're paving a the road outside, trying to get it into shape. Boy, a place right next to me just opened up over here. The Kinsley, K I N S L E Y, it was an 1860s bank. And they redid it. Remember all the noise I kept, we kept hearing all year for two years. And I have to tell you, this guy did a beautiful job, this Charles Blakeman. To me, there's no place more beautiful north of New York City. It was Bank of New York. That was the first bank. Charles was Aaron Burr. was one of those guys started that. Anyway, so they're finishing up outside, cleaning it up, the street, fixing the pavement, had to keep doing digging. So that's the noise that you hear. But anyway, the um, economy's going down. And it's only going to get worse. You looked, I told you that when you looked at the... Um, New home sales, and there's 600 and something thousand. You know, I think we're well over a million back when the boom was going on, the phony building boom. It looks like 1.35 million. New home sales. A year. And now we're in the 600,000 range. We're half. Half. They're propping this thing up with cheap money. End the story. And the whole world is doing it. The only reason the dollar is strong is because the other ones are so weak. 
That's it. That's why gold is golden. And the other reason why is because of the penchant for war. That the greatest terrorist state in the world, the United States, has. Where did Trump come out and say he could destroy, I could destroy Afghanistan? I can. You can't do anything. You send other people to do your dirty work like all the rest do. Occupy peace. I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I'm fighting for peace. Oh, don't get angry. Swallow their crap. Follow orders and don't forget to vote. Again, I am angry. Nothing wrong with anger if it's appropriate. I believe everybody has their own story. Game over, fights on. I'm fighting for peace. I do not support the military-industrial complex. I want the draft to come back. That's how we'll end all this. It's only a lot of unfortunate people that don't have financial means that are joining the military. Bring back the draft. See how things change. When the senator's son has to go. It's a freak show. And we got freaks running and ruining our lives. Peace with Iran. They've done nothing to anyone. No, they're not the world's worst terrorist group, Trump. They didn't invade Afghanistan. They didn't invade Iraq based on lies like Afghanistan. Detailed in our Trends Journal, the lies that were told. They didn't invade Libya, Syria. They didn't do the overthrow of the government of Nicaragua. That was under Obama and Hillary Clinton. I forgot Guatemala way back when. What about Costa Rica? Not Costa Rica, Chile, excuse me. A time for peace and a time to profit from the trends rather than go down with them because this thing is going down and I'm going out for a little break. Be back in a few. PRN.FM, your station for progressive viewpoints on politics, economics, health, the environment, and a whole lot more. The Progressive Radio Network is moving forward, and we hope you're coming with us. I'm Dr. Peter Bregan, a psychiatrist who doesn't believe in psychiatric drugs and psychiatric diagnoses. I think they do more harm than good. And emotional problems don't come from our genetics or our chemistry. They come from our fears and our uncertainties about engaging life in a loving, rational way. 
Every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. New York time, I interview fellow pioneers in the human sciences. Call in to ask questions or share your views on 888-874-4. Next time on Peace Talks Radio, what you can try to reduce travel rage. You can say, I get so upset when they do this. This focuses on the self. And so now I have a choice to do something about it. And how to reduce the possibility of conflict and addressing it when it comes in your primary relationship. One of the main culprits of a relationship is to come in with all your neediness. Next time on Peace Talks Radio. You are listening to PRN, Progressive Radio Network. Oh, mama, zuma, zuma, bakala. Have the trumpet in his hand, huh? Uh, what do you mean? Well, it means he's playing the trumpet. Okay. So, again, if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 888-874-4888. 888 888- 874-4888. Hey, did you hear that Elizabeth Warren, one of the uh, contestants in the presidential reality show, is warning of an economic crash. Oh, what big news, what big news. Hey, she said it, so it's important. Hey, I say it. Well, you know, that's Salenti, uh, You know, that guy, um, he's too much of a gloom and doomer. No, I'm not. I was the first person, two weeks after Donald Trump got elected, to forecast a Trump rally. It's a fact that's in our Trends Journal. I have been negative on gold for six years. First one to call the gold bull run on... June 4th, 2018. And I want to stay on goal for just one, again, to put this into perspective. Why would you want to buy a bond with a negative yield when you could buy gold? $13 trillion dollars. That's right, $13 trillion in negative yields. And the governments are buying them up. They're keeping this phony show alive. And they're going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. You know, I was talking before about 
occupy peace. And you see the studies coming out, the polls, that are showing that the majorities of U.S. military veterans in the public said the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq are not worth fighting. There's no better time now to occupy peace. Not at all. This is it, finally. Everybody's getting fed up with it. Look at this rotted infrastructure we have. It's a disgrace. Total disgrace. The money should be going into rebuilding our nation, not destroying others. So the cheap money thing is going to keep the economy going, keep the markets up for a while. My forecast, however, is that the markets have essentially peaked. They could go up higher, even a few percentage points more, even five. But not much more. And then the downside risk, I believe, is going to be dramatic. And again, it's the stock buybacks. It's a big swindle that's keeping this game going. Last year, over a trillion dollars worth of stock buybacks. Trillion dollars. Imagine. And what this does is enriches the uh, companies. They're not putting the money into capital improvements. Not at all. The CEOs do. They sell their stock after buyback announcements, so they, they benefit from it. And just draining this money out. It's disgusting what's going on. I mentioned to you before about what a scam the whole equity markets are and these negative yields. And we just heard from this uh, Bank of Japan governor, Kuroda. Quote, most economies have been experiencing low inflation and low growth since the financial crisis. Japan's experience in a long battle against deflation could provide a case study for other central banks in conducting monetary policy going forward. The reason there's low inflation, it's my five O's. Open markets. Stuff flows back and forth, you're paying less for it, getting it from cheaper companies, countries. Online, destroyed the retail sector in a lot of ways, heavy discounts, bringing down prices. Overpopulation, more workers than you need in the global plantation of slave landia. Overcapacity. You can make all you got. Now you have, name the country, the technology, the manufacturing capabilities are no longer limited. They're global and overproduction. That's right. The overcapacity brought overproduction. That's why 
It's my 5-0 formula why there's low inflation. So I mentioned to you you have negative yields. So the Bank of Japan owns around 50% of Japan's government bonds. In the United States, it's like less than 10%. They're also buying up corporate bonds like the European Union does too. They call this stuff quantitative easing. It's a scam. This is unprecedented in world history. Negative interest rates and quantitative easing. The Bank of Japan is holding over $5 trillion of these garbage assets. That's more than five times the size of their economy. It's, it's, it's totally out of control. So now you're going to see more and more the European Central Bank buying equities, lowering rates. Meanwhile, the cheap money keeps pumping up the equity market. So here we see, you know, the S&P 500, she had a date return this far. This year is uh, 19% up. They're going to keep it going. It's all saying, don't fight the Fed. The trend is your friend. The last five times the Fed started cutting rates before recession hit, the S&P rose on average about 11% over the next six months and almost 16% over the next year. I think these are different times. You're not going to see a burst up like that this time. They don't have enough monetary methadone to keep that bull running as fast as they want. Other nations, again, they're in negative territory. They only could go down so low. How low can you go? Well, how low can you go in a lot of ways? Again, I mentioned earlier, this guy, Boris Johnson, this guy looks like Trump's cousin. Eh, or maybe a brother. I wonder what his mother was doing. Well, I don't know, anyway, yeah. Can you imagine this clown boy? Of course you can. And when you really think about it, he is now the head of the British government gaining the grand total of 139,000 Tory member votes. And boy, they turned out, 87% turnout. Isn't that something? Democracy. What a joker this guy is. That's what the world looks like. 
You got the Katsomo Crone over there in uh, France. Disgusting Macri in Argentina. Bolsonaro in Brazil. Name the country, name the freak. Again, it's one big club, as George Carlin used to say, and you're not in it. It's a freak show. I was talking about trend forecasting and how important it is to understand the language of what's going on so you could determine the current events forming future trends. And when you look at the language coming from the American media, you can see how they set us up to hate the Iranians, the one-sided reporting that we get. I will give you an example from yesterday's Wall Street Journal. Headline, no niceties in Iran's ship seizure. Tehran's confiscation of a UK-flagged oil ship shows how easily it can disrupt global trade. Okay. No niceties, in quotes. But when the UK seized an Iranian oil tanker off the coast of Gibraltar, that was nice. And it did not show how easily it can disrupt global trade. That's the hypocrisy that they use. That's why it's important to read in detail and not get caught up in the headline. They barely mention in this article what the UK has done to Iran in seizing that ship. The speed and ease with which Iran seized the Stena Impero and another tanker which was released after several hours demonstrates the wide latitude Iran has to disrupt global trade as it fights against U.S. economic pressure. The threat of ship seizures has roiled markets sparked new Western security measures and capsized shipping industry schedules. But again, only when Iran does it, when the British do it, it's fine, or the Americans, whatever they do. Another headline, CNBC, it's a few days ago. Extraordinarily brazen Iran seizes tanker in Straits of Hormuz, raising tensions with Britain. 
Quote, this is an extraordinarily brazen step here. This is taking tankers underway, then forcing them into Iranian waters. And I think it's highly provocative step. It's something the Iranians tried to do before when they tried to nab another British ship on the 10th of July, but British warships stopped them. This is an international escalation from what we've seen by the Iranians. So who is this expert that says this? He's some clown from a stink tank, from the Eurasia group. It's okay for the UK to seize the Iranian ships or ship, but it's extraordinarily brazen when payback's a bitch. And this is who they quote. And that's why the people don't believe in the media anymore. And that's why you tune into Progressive Radio Network. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. And that's why you occupy peace. Because they're taking us to war. When all else fails, they take you to war. And the one to watch is Israel. Netanyahu's in trouble. He hates Iran. Remember the bomb, that cartoon bomb he brought to the UN back in 2012 with a fuse on it? It was a nuclear bomb that Iran had ready to explode. This is the guy also that got us into the Iraq war. Go back, look it up. Look when he was addressing Congress. Back in 2000. And then look at the sick people we have. Our national security advisor. John Bolton. Look at the crap coming out of the UK. UK says tanker sees or shows Iran choosing dangerous path. Again, Iran's choosing a dangerous path. But it's okay for the UK to seize any ship that they want. Our reaction will be considered robust, said the little clown who plays UK Foreign Secretary, Jeremy Hunt. I think you spelled that name wrong. You better get rid of that H. Because that's, he's a little nobody. Yep. German Foreign Office tweeted, this is an unjustifiable interference in commercial shipping that dangerously escalates an already tense situation. End quote, but we'll ignore because we're slimy low lives like our buddies, the UK, when they seize the Iranian ship. You get it? Game over, fight's on. I've had it. The British cabinet minister, James Brookenshire, called the tanker's seizure, quote, completely intolerable. The actions of the Iranians is completely unacceptable. It is so important that we maintain this free navigation through the Gulf, he told BBC Radio. Hey, 
slime ball. How about you seizing the Iranian ship? Why, that's perfectly tolerable and completely acceptable. We're the British. We're slimy little lowlifes with bad attitudes who tell you what to do like our American friends. Don't raise your voice. We're hypocrites, and we get away with our crap because the majority of people believe it. But it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men and women. Samuel Adams, broken shire, broken shire, broken mind. Broken ethics, broken morality, broken shire. Don't you know who my daddy was and my granddaddy and the royalty that I come from? What a freak show. Occupy peace. You know, construction employment in this country is growing. This is from construction employment industry. Construction demand remains robust across most states, and contractors continue to add workers when they can find them. But contractors are struggling to find all the workers they need in many states. As shown by the historically high numbers of job openings at the end of May. Occupied Peace will give you all the construction workers you need. Four elements of Occupied Peace. Close the bases overseas. 800 of them bring the troops home, secure the borders. Number two. Put the troops work to work rebuilding our third world infrastructure. The Works Progress Administration of the 21st century, the Troops Progress Administration. Number three, force Congress to vote to go to war, which they have not done since World War II. How dare they not? They are traitors to this country. And number four, Referendum on each state ballot where we'll tell Congress how to vote because we pay for the war with our money and our lives. And of course, Gary Null was here in uptown Kingston, New York, at the most historic four corners in America when I launched Occupy Peace in 2015. Occupy Peace. OccupyPeace.com. Pompeo, Bolton. Trump, Larry Moe Curley, look at him. How can anybody believe this junk? Boris Karloff Johnson, one freak after another running and ruining a country.
and they're destroying ours. Game's over. Fight's on. I'm fighting for peace. I'm on the side of the Prince of Peace. That's who I'm fighting for. The Prince of Peace. We never tolerate this. You chase the money changes out of the temple and the money changes, same group of cats. Just different names and a different time. But still the same old slime. Don't fight. Bend over. Swallow the garbage. Take orders. Get back to work. Or occupy peace. Liberty, love, joy, and beauty. This is Gerald Salenti. Thank you for tuning in. And stay tuned for all the progressive radio gives you. And remember, occupy peace in the Trends Journal. See you next week.